Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, February 15th, 2021. What's going on? How are you? How's it going? Oh, happy day after, happy day after Valentine's Day. Happy after Valentine. I can't fucking sing. Um, I didn't work out the lyrics, everybody. Valentine's Day is over. That's great. You got through it. You know, she won't put the screws to you and bring up the fucking pressure. What is... We- oh, Bill's going in. Is he going in? Oh, he's standing up. He's taking off his coat because he's an old man and he was a little chilly. The coat is coming off. Oh, I got something to say. I'm an old man and you kids should listen to me. I don't understand. What is with the ladies? The fucking pressure. Constantly apply. They were in the full court fucking. What do they call that? The, the, what, I don't know really anything. Oh, basketball. Full, full court fucking defense. Whatever you call it. Full court press. Huh? Who the fuck knew Kentucky was 5 and 13? I didn't know that. Um, they usually got that one fucking guy ready to just, uh, you know, explode. You know, John Calipari comes walking in. He's like, I'm going to tell you right now, lady. That kid right there is going to be in the NBA in one year. He just has to come here. Then he's going to go there. I'm going to go to the draft with him. All right? Let's call a spade a spade. College is bullshit. All right? They're, they're, they're building entire fucking wings of universities off of kids with talent like your son. He's going to be the NBA. Millions of dollars. His own sneaker line. Whores waiting for him after every game. All you got to do is get one season here. One season here in Kentucky. You understand me? You understand what I'm saying here? Just have that kid come to Kentucky. Comes to Kentucky. He throws down on a couple of skinny white kids from fucking DePaul. And then he's going to be in the NBA. He's going to be number one draft. He's going to be number one draft. And he's going to buy you a fucking cabana. Ten times the size of this shithole you're living in. But he's got to come to Kentucky. You understand me? Um, That's usually what happens every year. And then the kid goes. And then that's it. And he fucking wanted done. John Calipari goes to the NBA draft. There you go. You know, with his little shark skin fucking suit. We had it all and then we fucked it up. Now, they, they, I think they won the other day. I was watching the game. Six and 13. Six and 12, whatever the fuck they are. Um, that is unacceptable. Unacceptable. What are you going to do next? Make some bourbon without 51% corn? Um, anyway, yeah, ladies with the fucking, pro- oh my God. I love when you're married, you kind of love Valentine's Day in a way. You know, I waited till today to get a card. I was going to get one the other day and I was just like, I ain't fucking sifting through all that shit. So, of course, this today I got to go, you know, I got to go walk over to the uh, I go for my old man walks. You know what I mean? It's important for a man of a particular age to, you know, shuffle his feet down the fucking street. You know what I mean? Stare down a couple of squirrels. Make yourself still feel like a man, right? Um, so I go down there to buy some bounce, some downy, some bullshit for fucking laundry. I, I got to get her a card, right? So I go there. Of course, all the Valentine's, not only Valentine's Day cards all gone, they're just fucking gone. There's nothing left. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I usually just buy a blank one anyway. I always thought it was fucking stupid that you're going to buy a card that someone else wrote a bunch of heartfelt shit and sort of captured what you felt. And it's funny, you know, the amount, the amount of sh- shit that your woman gives you, for some reason, they never sit there and think when they're reading that car that there's thousands of other women out there reading the exact same shit and putting it down going, oh, 
Somebody else wrote it. Somebody else wrote all of that who doesn't even fucking know you. But you know what it is? It's not what it's about. They want you to take time out of your fucking day to go down there, read a bunch of them, stand in fucking line, wait for those old people who were trying to fucking get their instant fucking camera thing developed and have the manager come out to try to explain to them that they've had the camera for eight years and the technology has moved on, so they give them a free fucking ice cream. Of course they don't. They make them pay for that too, the corporate cunts. So I go down there and all the cards are gone. So I don't, you know, I don't panic. All right, I don't give a fuck, right? What do I do? I go, okay, there's no, there's no fucking Valentine's Day cards left. I'm just going to buy the stupidest fucking card I can find and I'm just going to stare into it. So, you know, it's like happy birthday, mom, happy birthday, dad, stupid shit like that. I'm like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And then I got to the congratulations section. I'm like, all right, I'm seeing an opportunity here. So I saw one of these cards. It was, you know, it said congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And then you opened it up and had a song. Celebrate good times. Come on. Boo, do, 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 whatever, right? And I'm like, no, nah, that's not the one. And then I just saw one that said congratulations. Yeah, yeah, woohoo, boo-boo, all this dumb shit. Congratulations to you. And that's what it said on the inside. And then I just wrote, you married me. <laughs> Then I wrote in French, I am the best, and you know it. Um, love, Bill, that's what I wrote. But then I wrote a bunch of nice shit on the side. She thought it was fucking hilarious. And then I just realized, that's what I'm going to do. From here on out, I'm going to buy the wrong card for the wrong account. On her birthday, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her a get well soon. Just, I don't give a fuck. I'm so, I, I fucking hate, you know, I like buying the blank ones because it's not about the stupid card. It's about what you feel. So you write it. So what am I doing? You know, and you know what's funny is she got me a blank one. She went to some French shop. She actually took the time. She took the time. All right. What are you going to do? Okay. But I'm podcasting. I'm paying the fucking bills here. I don't got time to fucking, no, I kind of spaced. I forgot. I mean, it's fucking stupid. We've been together forever. What are we doing? Okay, what? Do you think I don't love you? Um, we've actually had years where we just didn't get each other's cards. It's like, you want to just not get each other cards? Like, that's our gift to each other, and it's fucking great. Um, Stupid-ass goddamn holiday. And we used to always do, like, we would go out to dinner, like, the weekend after, when there was, like, nobody there, instead of the going out on Valentine's Day and playing three times the fucking cost, you know? And just sitting there looking at all those guys sweating it out. Their last night of freedom. The chick's fucking full court press. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> you know what would be fucking great is if you could go to a Valentine's Day. A Valentine's Day uh, dinner with your girlfriend and you bring John Calipari. And he just sits across and we just say, listen, lady, if you just hang in here for one more year, this kid's going to show up with a diamond ring that's going to make you think that you just made the NBA, right? You're just going to hang in there and not be a fucking cunt tonight. Can you just do that? Do that for me, okay? You give me 12 months. 12 months of not being a fucking absolute pain in the ass. He'll show up next Valentine's Day. Am I right? All right? Uh, he's right. He's right. I want to get it. You know, and that big bang boom. You're all done. All right? Enjoy your edamame. Um, yeah, so anyway, so then I'm, I'm coming back. 
you know, going by like the 10 fucking cities. And then just one of those white church singers I hear singing at this church, you know, one of those just more vibrato than you ever want to fucking hear in your life. I was like, what is that fucking sound? And then the breeze was blowing so I could smell the people in the tent city, you know? It's like fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts, man. That people have to live like that. You know? Um, it's fucking crazy, right? So I also think it's funny that they're living that way right outside of a church and everybody's in there singing about God. And, and uh, I don't know. What can you do to help those people? Get them out of there. Jesus Christ. I pulled up to a stop sign and I'm fucking sitting there, stoplight, and I look over. There's two people in a tent with smartphones texting. And uh, I had everything I do. I couldn't roll down the window and be like, hey, how do you charge those things? Um, you got something I don't know about? Um, you're just sitting there looking at human beings living in a tent on the side of a fucking street. Unreal. Unreal. See, I see that, right? And then I'm walking up the street. And what do I see? I see fucking the no mask guy coming down the street. Big, dumb, stupid, fucking baby Huey looking jackass, right? You know what I mean? Big fucking, looking like that guy from Full Metal Jacket, but with like hair, you know, instead of buzz down. And I've never given anybody shit. I've given people looks, but this, you know what it was? was the fucking asshole. I, he stays on the sidewalk and I have to get off, right? Like I work for him. So he just walks by. He's on the phone, you know, didn't even make an effort to get out of the fucking way. I'm clearing the way for him like I'm afraid of him or like he's like the fucking governor or some shit. So I just, he walked by, I just go, no mask. All right, and then Fatso waited like until I was like 20 yards away. He's like, yeah, no mask. All right, and then I wanted to turn around and be like, yeah, yeah no diet either. And then he would have been, yeah, no hair. And I would have been like, hey, that hurts my feelings, man. I didn't. I was just like, whatever. What am I going to do? Huh? Punch him in his fat fucking liver. Dumb fuck. It's just what it is. It, it is what it is. God bless these fucking doctors coming up with these vaccines. God bless them, okay? Because there's just too many fucking stupid people out there. Big, if you just saw this guy, big, stupid, like, there's, there's no God, people. There's no, why would he make that? Big, stupid, fat fuck walking around a pandemic right down the fucking street with no mask on. I don't know. If there is a God, he just doesn't give a shit. You know, and I really want to talk to him about his quality of work. Um, anyway. But when he said, yeah, no mask, it kind of fucking pissed me off, right? Like, like, you know, I'm the old guy telling him to turn his music down. You know, and like, meanwhile, like, my daughter's in every, all my, you know, my kid's got to fucking wear Mass, they can't go outside and play with other kids because of fat, fucking stupid fucks like this guy. Just stupid, fucking selfish cunts. Stupid, fucking selfish cunts. You know something? There's not, there's nobody worth anything that's in, in the medical field that will not tell you not to put on a fucking mask. It's unbelievable how fucking, and that fat fuck 
is going to get this shit and then go down to the hospital and get treated. And they shouldn't. They'd be like, well, I don't want to tell you, fatty. I don't know. I, you know what? Here's the thing. Is I've been really working hard. <laughs> you wouldn't know it from this podcast. I've been working hard to not carry around that guy's shit. So I'm doing this because I have nothing to talk about because I'm doing nothing like you guys. I'm just staying in my fucking house. So um, I got to talk about this guy, but, um, you know, the old me would have thought about that guy, you know, for like a week, like literally murdering him. Not mur- I can't, even in my fantasy, I can't murder somebody because uh, as much as I talk about God and shit, I still have that Catholic upbringing where you're not supposed to kill somebody, right? Um, but, and after a week, it would fade away just because I would just now be mad at somebody else. And then what would happen is I would be, I would be thinking about that guy on and off for the rest of my life, sitting in my car. All of a sudden, something would remind me of him and I would and I would just tell him off to my car windshield for the rest of my fucking life and uh it's taken me my whole life to realize how fucking stupid that is I mean to say it out loud it's ridiculous but I don't know I need to keep saying that because I can't fucking do this shit anymore stand up used to help with it because that guy and I ended up getting a fucking bit out of it Something like that, you know, but um, I don't know. I got no fucking idea. Uh, but I am excited this week because I, I, I do have, uh, now that they've sort of opened it up a little bit, you know, for these mask, distant, socially distant shows, I'm at, I'm at least back to kind of uh, like being able to do a show every once in a while. So I got a couple of tune-up shows I'm going to be doing out in Venice and then... Um, I'm going to do this benefit. Got to make sure I'm on my game for that. People are paying for it. Like I said, for AJ Quetta, and it's the uh, Nowhere Com- www.nowhere. Is it Nowhere Comedy? Is that what it is? What the fuck I said? Yeah, NowhereComedy.com. N O W H E R E Comedy.com for tickets. The show is on February 20th. Uh, I'm going to dress up. Oh, yeah. Act like. I'm back out on the road or whatever. You know what's funny? I went up to a buddy's place. Um, when the hell was it? I think I told you guys this. Went up to watch a Bruins game. Four old guys sitting like 20 chairs away from each other. <laughs> you let her fucking masks on. It's hilarious. And uh, I remember I just went up there and I, I saw... I just saw all the, the fucking fast food places on the way up there, and I was just like, fuck, I missed the road. Isn't that funny? Just to look at that shit, shit I can't even eat anymore. I'm like, oh, man, I just, I miss just being out on the road going, look at all this poison. What the fuck am I supposed to eat? I actually miss that. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So this is how bored I am. I actually was looking up... Uh, French cuisine, right? Just to have something different to cook. And I saw this amazing... I can't remember what the fuck it was called. It's a breakfast thing. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. God knows we all have the time to wait for me to do this, right? It's not like anybody's got anything to fucking do anymore. 
Um, let's see here. French cuisine, breakfast, dish, uh, madame, madam, however you say it. Oh, there you go. Croque madame sandwich. And I was like, look at that thing. It's a sandwich. It's got a fucking egg over each on top. So I wanted to learn how to do it. And I said, oh, I said, I go, Mania, look at this. Huh? Check this out. She goes, oh, yeah. Croaked madame. And she, you know what's annoying about my wife? I love her to death, but that you can't, you can't fucking discover anything that she doesn't already know. I could find the most obscure band ever on the internet. She'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, been following them for three months. I was so excited to show her that, that I was going to make it. And she's just like, oh, yeah, I've had that before. I used to have that back in New York, you know. It's like, all right, whatever. So anyway, I had a good day today. A lot of quality time with my, my little son there. And yeah, he's trying to rip my beard off. He's such a funny kid, man. Like little, after having a little girl, just having a little boy, man. They're crazy. Not crazy, they just like, they just like plow forward, tear through shit. Like, you know what's hilarious? He doesn't like bibs. You put one on him, and if he's in a mood not to have it, he just grabs it and starts yanking it until the fucking, it just, the snap, like, it fails. (laughs) Rips it off like a little Hulk Hogan. And me and my wife just sit there, his face gets all red. He's like, yeah. He just rips the fucking thing off. And uh, as funny as it is, I'm like, I hope that's not going to be like, uh, you know, it's kind of funny now, but Jesus Christ. 16 years from now, when he asks us to use the car and they say, no, is he going to rip my fucking arms off? Um, funny, but a little, little unsettling. Not going to lie to you. So anyways, I, I got to go back with the fat fuck not wearing the mask. You know, it's not just fat fucks, okay? I don't want to fat, fat shame, mass shame, right? Pile on with the shame in here. I drove by a park the other day, right? Driving around. I got nowhere to go. Just fucking bored, right? And I drive by this park, and there's a whole, there's a fucking yoga class, and everybody's mat is like fucking, you know, mat. Everybody's mat is just like, it's not six feet apart. Fucking morons. You know, you could stay in your apartment and just do yoga. Why don't you do that? I get that you want to get out. Put a fucking mask on. Go for a walk. You can have it down around, you know, around your neck. Somebody comes by, you just put it on. How fucking hard is that? It's too hard. It's too hard for all these cunts out here in L.A. You know, they, they're still going to go out, you know. Here's another thing, too. What is with fucking... Oh, yeah, everything's bugging me now. This has, I'm not mad at any of this shit. I'm just mad because I have cabin fever. And this is all this shit is. So I'm just going to go off on a bunch of shit. These, what, why do joggers jog in the street? The fuck is... Get on the fucking sidewalk! Fucking idiots. You got to sit there and slow down. It's like, you dumb cunts. Don't you know people are texting while they're driving? So fucking stupid. I don't know. Maybe it's just here in L.A., all these self-involved assholes where it's just, you know what I mean? It all started with CrossFit, you know? You can't just go to the gym and work out. You have to run past other people who aren't working out so they know that you're working out. You know, but I haven't cooped up so long. I actually miss the CrossFitters. 
Fucking idiots running down the street with like a fucking table and chair. Whatever the hell they're doing. Why do they do that? What is it about CrossFit that it's just like, (laughs) you got to start running down the street. You know, I guess it's greener, right? They, they, I guess treadmills use up a lot of electricity. I don't fucking know. I'm sure it's me. I'm sure all of this shit just fucking comes back to me and my shitty goddamn man. I was in such a fucking good mood. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I know what happened. You know what happened? I got busy. I couldn't play drums for a couple of days. And then that's it. It doesn't clear my fucking head. And then I'm just, it is, I've just been pacing like, you know, if anybody goes to a fucking zoo after this shit, you ever see the, the animals and they're in the cage and they're just walking around and around in a circle? That's kind of like how I feel. And I know I'm coming off crazy right now. And I'll tell you what, I, you're not wrong if that's your assessment because I'm kind of going fucking nuts here. Um, yeah, I've been home all, today was my day that I was home all day. My wife got to go out and go, I don't know, go whatever the fuck she did, went to go do. Um, all right, so let me read some uh, advertising here. Where the hell did I put it? Do I have any advertising? Are there stores anymore? Oh, there we go. Oh, look who it is, everybody. It's Butcher Box. You know, it can be hard to find quality meats. That's what she said. Uh, sorry. Luckily, today's sponsor, ButcherBox, believes everyone deserves high-quality, humanely resourced meat. ButcherBox couldn't be easier. Just sign up, select your box, and they ship it right to your door every month. And when you sign up, you get two New York Strip steaks and one pack of bacon for free. Who does not love free steak night? Well, vegans, you know. I'm sure you can find some people that don't like it, but it ain't me. I'll take their steaks. Set them my way, butcher box. No added antibiotics or hormones ever. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals, unless you're a size queen. Uh, <laughs> packed fresh and shipped frozen and vacuum sealed so it stays that way. All right, you can customize your box or go with the one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. Butcher box is a no-brainer. It's the best meat Shipped right to your door, which means one less trip to the grocers. And you won't see that fat fuck without his mask or the yoga class. Options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaska salmon. You don't know what they're going to do. And sugar-slash-nitrate-free bacon. Um, It's the way meat should be. For a limited time, Butcher Box is offering new members two weeks Sorry, two New York Strip steaks and one pack of bacon for free in your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash burr. That's butcherbox.com slash burr, B-U-R-R, to get two New York Strip steaks and one pack of bacon for free in your first box. All right, who's next? Oh, look who it is. Look who's come back to the podcast. It's Hims, H-I-M-S. You know, the best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. God damn it. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing? Hey, uh, when they can turn to medicine and science. Solution for hymns.com. For hymns, F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com. For hymns.com. A one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. It's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair, your dick stands up and salutes the flag. 
right? And he got skin clearer than fucking Canadian ice. Uh, thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed medical providers and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements here. Prescription solutions backed by science. Science! It's funny. People who don't wear masks and they don't believe fucking doctors. I bet, you know, if you start going bald, you start believing in those scientists, don't you? Hims was created by a guy who knows some men's health conversations are easier. Some men's health Conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For hims connects you to licensed medical professionals online, which could save you hours. Completely confidential and discreet. Answer a few quick questions. A medical professional will review. And if they determine it's right for you, can prescribe you. Medication to treat your hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Today, Hims is giving you their best offer yet. Uh, hey, by the way, if somebody leaves it outside your door in your apartment building and you don't get it, knock on the door of the other bald guy on your floor. Uh, if you're not happy with your results after 90 days, Hims will give you a full refund. And right now, my listeners can get their first visit free. Fuck, Bill. And right now, my listeners can get their first visit Absolutely free. Go to forhims.com slash burr. That's forhims, F O R H I M S dot com slash burr. Disclaimer must include. This is why I got to talk fast, right? Anytime there's a disclaimer. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Reactions apply. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and its important safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash burr. Lastly, but not leastly, MVMT movement watches. MVMT, Mike Victor, Mike Tango. In a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all the rules. With fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs, MVMT, pronounced movement, grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands. Shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. They're blowing up. Now movement has expanded into blue light glasses that protect your eyes from your screens. I got to get a pair of these. Minimalist jewelry and more style essentials that don't break the bank. All designed out of their California headquarters. Movement watches have the look and quality of a $400 to $500 watch you're paying for at the department store. Or the uh, Grand Magasin. Um but cost a fraction of the price because they were built online and own their process from start to finish. You get a beautiful watch shipped right to your door for free. If you don't love it, you can ship it right back for free. Wait, if you get a watch for free, you ship it back for free. These guys making money. Uh, their new EverScroll blue light filtering glasses are a game changer. If you're in front of a screen all day, they can, sh- they can really help with eye strain and poor sleeping patterns. If you want to elevate your look with style that doesn't break the bank, then join MVMT and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. Go to MVMT.com slash Burr. Again, that's MVMT.com slash Burr. I've been meaning to get those, those blue-tinged uh, glasses, you know? So my eyes are going to shit here. Maybe I can hang on here for a little bit longer before I got to get those giant glasses. Everybody I know, all of my fucking friends now, 
They all quit drinking. They all quit smoking. And they all have those giant fucking, you know, recycled flat screen TV glasses. Giant, big, square glasses. And I'm calling it right now. That's going to be what they make fun of in 20 years from now. Like every, like, or maybe next decade. Oh, no, in 20 years, I think. It's always, they always go back 20 years, right? In the 90s, they did all the stuff about the 70s, boogie nights and all of that shit, right? Then the 2000s, it was like talking about the 80s and all of that shit. And uh, now the 90s are cool or whatever. That's going to be whatever. So in 20 years from now, when they make fun of this fucking last six, seven years or whatever, I think uh, the bell bottoms are going to be those giant fucking microwave size, size fucking lenses that people are looking out of. Um, anyway, let's get to the questions here for the podcast. All right. Oh, I haven't talked about how my Celtics have fucking dropped three in a row. Good Lord. Lost to the Suns. Then they lost to Utah. And I don't even know who the fuck they lost to last time. I watched the game. Celtics schedule. Let's see who they lost to. Who did they lose to? Duda. We got the Nuggets on Tuesday, but who the fuck did we lose to? Seymour. Let's see here. Beat the Wizards. Oh, we lost to the Pistons. That's right. Yeah. I like watching Blake Griffin now, you know? Now that he's more of a perimeter shooter. The guy was like fucking hitting threes and stuff. He used to jump over people and dunk. I love when you watch an athlete at his level, you know? As he gets older, he just changes his game. It's kind of like Pedro Martinez, you know, when all of a sudden he lost a little bit of, a little bit of heat on the ball. You know, he developed a couple other pitchers, created a new way to go around people. It's really amazing. Um, it's the people that can adjust. They stick around for a long time. So it was fun to watch him play, even though we lost. Um, and the Bruins, I guess, lost to the Islanders. I didn't even know they had a game. They played Wednesday and then Friday. I just assumed they were off on Saturday. Uh, according to my friends back home, I'm glad I didn't watch. I guess we got our asses whipped down there in Long Island. Although I think the Rangers should have got a point. You know, the Islanders should have split that two points with the Rangers because even though we beat the Rangers two games in a row, they really put us through the uh, paces. That's like one of the best teams we played all year. Um, thank God for Marshawn. Scoring the overtime winner, his 16th of his career, and then uh, a a fight-riddled game. A fight-riddled game like from back in the day. Did I already talk about this? I can't even fucking remember. Um, shades of the Bruins-Rangers rivalry back in the 70s there. So who do the Celtics got next? We got the uh, we got the Denver Nuggets coming up next. But I've been really enjoying watching them. Even though we're sort of like a... Like, kind of seem like we're settling into a little bit above 500, if not 500 the way we're playing. But Marcus Smart is out. Who the Bruins got next? Bruins schedule. Bruins schedule. Bump, 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 Oh, we got the Devils. We got the Devils. Now, okay, now, here we go. My man, Trent Frederick on the Boston Bruins. The last time they played, he wanted to go at it with P.K. Subban. Going back and forth with them, right? P.K.'s a fucking superstar. He's like, I'm not getting off the ice because of you. But he did say, the video I saw, he goes, he goes, when I get the opportunity, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you. And Trent goes, ah, why don't you go make another workout video, you fucking loser? <laughs> you got to check out the Hawk NHL shit talking, man. It's fucking great. So, 
we're going to see uh we're going to see uh if that goes down this next game i will tell you um i don't know how to say the guy's name he's got one of these one of the defensemen for the bruins right he's got one of those fucking names where it's like kz and something i don't even know how to fucking pronounce it right let me see if i can look it up he got into a fight on uh on friday and he just beat the f- he beat the shit out of this guy, man. It was very impressive. He was beating this guy so bad that the guy, like, he, like, ducked his head down, and the guy just caught him with the fucking uppercut, and that was it. I think it was Jacob, not Jacob's role. Who was it? I don't know who it was. One of our big defensemen, and it was good to see that we have someone like that for the next time we play a team like the fucking Blues, if they're still the way they are. Dude, why does David Passer... Pasternak's fucking, his picture, it looks like a 1970s yearbook picture. I'm not saying he looks like a weed dealer, but he looks like, you know, he could definitely get you some. Um, (laughs) Great to have him back, by the way, of course. So that's what I've been doing. I've just been watching every Bruins, every Celtics. This is the most Bruins and Celtics games I've been able to watch at home. That is one upside. I hope I don't bum you guys out, man. I've been having a fun time teaching my daughter how to ride a bike. I have been having that, but um, I just want to just see yet another person, for whatever reason, not just going with the flow and wearing a mask. At this point, it's just like, dude, do you ever want this to fucking end? You know, but I mean, he's a fatty. I mean, you know, did he care that other the other people in the house that he lived with maybe wanted some cookies too? So he sat there eating a whole fucking sleeve of them. Maybe that's why he didn't wear it, you know? He's so into food that during this pandemic, he probably forgot that a number of times that he had the mask on, he put a slice of pizza into his mask, and then he just felt bad. So he's like, fuck it, I'm not wearing it. I don't know. Trying to find empathy for that guy. All right. Recipe website. All right. Dear Billy Pumpkinhead. Oh, come on, guys. Feeling down this week. Can't Can't somebody just say, you know, Billy, not that ugly. I mean, can't you just give me that, you know? All right. I have heard you express your displeasure with internet recipe websites. Oh, my God. That happened to me again today. I was trying to learn how to make something. And she says, you know, since I've been a kid, French cuisine has always interested me. I don't give a fuck. Just tell me how to make it. Why are you turning it into a fucking mini-series there? You know what? I'm going to look up a fucking recipe. Let's just, you pick a fucking recipe. I'm going to do some, I'm going to do the most basic one. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich recipe. Literally, the name of the fucking dish is the recipe. Let's see how long somebody can drag this out. All right, clicking on it, here we go. All right, you know what? I found the one. This is one they just, it just says, spread the peanut butter on one piece of bread, spread the jelly on the other side, put the two pieces of bread together to form a sandwich. Toddler adaption, cut off crust before serving. All right, I think they covered all the bases. All right, I got to go a little further than this. Let's just look up... uh... There we go. Let's go. We'll go a little um, spaghetti. Spaghetti sauce recipe. Here we go. Here we go. 
spelled spaghetti wrong. Okay, here we go. Homemade spaghetti sauce. Okay. And here we go. All right. This spaghetti sauce recipe may be the first thing I learned to cook completely by myself when I was really young. Wow, that was one of the worst sentences I... Jeez. As I got better at cooking and baking, parentheses, and because I loved it so much, and parentheses, I can specifically remember two recipes my mom would let me make all by myself. This homemade spaghetti sauce and our family favorites. For some reason, then it says pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. She'd be nearby for supervision, but it was a huge confidence boost for me to cook all on my own. I don't give a shit! And an even bigger confidence boost when my older brothers said they liked the food. Emoji. This homemade spaghetti sauce recipe has been a family staple for as long as I can remember. I've been, I've been waiting to figure out how to fucking make it since as long as I've been, I can remember. It's like I'm reliving your childhood here. It's really simple. And the flavors are fantastic. This is one of those meals that always tastes amazing. They just keep going, going and going and going. All right. That actually wasn't that bad. Sort of a quick thing. Look at her. She's a sweetheart, too. Oh, God. Welcome. I'm Lauren, a mom of four and a lover of good food. I'm sorry, Lauren. She's in a bad mood. You know what I mean? You know what's funny? That fat fuck who didn't wear the mask, he's probably sitting at home right now eating the spaghetti sauce. Wiping his, using his mask as a napkin. <laughs> He's going to tuck to the front of his shirt. Uh, why can't I get all these little fuzzies off this windscreen? Okay, here we go. Anyways, he said, uh, and having to, oh, let me start this over again. Uh, I've heard you express your displeasure with the internet recipe websites and having to scroll through a long backstory about their childhood. Look at that. Was, or some unrelated BS before they show us the recipe. I found the answer to your problem on Reddit. Someone made and shared a website that you can copy and paste the URL of the recipe page into, and it strips away all the clutter to just give you the recipe. Here is the link for the website. I'm reading it to all of you. www.justtherecipe.app. Ah, another million-dollar idea. I would just listen to my complaints and actually try to... You know what? You guys, listen to my complaints, whatever I'm bitching about, right? You fucking make it. You make the money, and I'll buy it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, You're welcome, and go fuck yourself from Delaware. Thank you so much. www.justarecipe.app. Hang on a second. Oh, my God. There was ever an app made for me. Here we go. www.justtherecipe.app. What was it? Dot app? I never know how to spell recipe. I before E except after C. R E C I P E. Did I spell it right? Oh, I spelled it wrong. Did I spell it right? I spelled it R E C I P I E. Oh, God, Bill. Just a recipe. Just a fax, Bill. Jesus Christ, this is taking me longer to type than it does for these fucking assholes to tell you to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, recipe. Recipe. And what is it? Dot app? Oh, dot app. A-P-P. A-P-P. Just the recipe. Get just the ingredients and directions for any recipe. No life story. No pop-ups. No email lists. 
paste the recipe. Well, how do I get to it? Ah, Jesus Christ. All right. Whatever. You guys can figure it out. You're young. You got your whole lives ahead of you. You got time to figure it out. Um, all right. Minimalist living. Okay. For those of you who didn't listen the last time, I was making fun of those people that live in small houses. Not that it's a bad thing to do. I think it's a great thing to do. But actually going into that house and having to listen to that person fucking sit there like they f- cracked the code of living. I don't know. I forget what I said. I probably said something fucked up. And I imagine this is somebody who lives in a little house. Going to give me shit. All right. Dear Billy Acetate. Uh, I heard you shitting on tiny homes a couple of podcasts ago. As an owner of a fabulous 400 square foot tiny home, I was triggered. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm sorry that I got 99% of America. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry that I and 99% of America can't afford your 4,000 square foot old house. Hey, buddy, buddy, I was you. Okay, that I just didn't accept a fucking tiny house. Go write some jokes and get on. Stop acting like I'm some trust fund kid. Um. He goes, I have everything I ever needed consolidated into one small area. This is why I don't want to go into these people's houses. If you came into my house, I wouldn't sit there and talk to you about the square footage and all the stuff I had. I would ask you what you want to drink. This is, you're proving my point. If I went into your fucking house, I'd have to sit there and listen to you telling me how fucking great it is the whole time. Uh, minimalist living isn't just about housing. It's a lifestyle. See? See? See what I said? I share a smart car with my wife, and I own I only own three outfits of clothing. Even my dog is small. Uh, let me guess. You probably waste food and are too good for leftovers. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. I am a fucking animal. My wife gives me shit. I go into the goddamn fridge like a fucking bear. You know, I was on my way to eat something, and there was a little salmon cake left in this little sad plastic bag. I'm like, that might be going bad. I don't give a shit. I don't want to waste it. But I just fucking ate it, and it tasted like shit, and I still finished it. So fuck you and your little fucking house and your oversized ego. Um, anyway, how about you start? You know, I, you're t- if everybody's like you, then little houses are for quitters. Um, how about you start thinking about the environment and your overall impact? Why don't you go break down some more boxes for Nia and leave us minimalists alone? (laughs) Ah, shit. Sir, I'm sure now that you have, you know, only three outfits, you have time to sit around and think about what your dream is. And why don't you go after it? Okay. That right there is the exact. I literally said on the podcast, I wouldn't want to go into some guy's little fucking house because I'd have to listen to his fucking ideology. And then you send me an email. I was making fun of the ideology, not that you're doing it. At what point did I, did I put my fucking house in your house's face? I didn't do it. <laughs> I love when that happens. Come on, I want to hear from more of you little house fucking holier-than-thou fucking assholes. I love how you think because I live in this fucking house that I don't... You don't even want my house even looks like that you think that I don't fucking recycle. <laughs> anyway. Any shit I don't want, I just bring it over to the fucking homeless people. 
or I sell it on eBay. You don't know me, you fucking dickhead. You're in this little ass fucking house and all of a sudden you're better than me. Fuck you. All right. Enjoy your walk-in closet. Go fuck yourself. All right. Uh, Lady listener here. Oh, I love when I hear from the ladies. Uh, Lady listener here. Dear Dear Billard Bald. Uh, That's like a name out of a fairy tale. Everyone enjoyed the party except for old Billard Bald. He crawled out from underneath his bridge. Um, All right. You are my favorite comedian. I love the podcast. I'm a lady listener who's getting a bit fed up, however. Oh, Jesus. You spend so much time ranting about how women need material object. Is it possible that that's not all women? Yes, but that doesn't make it funny. Uh, or just the ones you're into. Wow, everybody got triggered today. I'm not trying to Dr. Phil analyze you here. Just make a point. Um, you're not making a point. You're presenting your opinion. All right. So don't stop patting yourself on the back and your back before your bra snaps. Um, in the podcast, you always advise men to get the most beautiful early draft pick female possible. Then seem surprised when her personality is shit. Oh God, this woman's mediocre looking too. I honestly don't know where you meet these women who want stuff so bad. And oh, and now she's putting herself on a fucking pedestal and acts so nasty unless you are literally just seeking attractiveness. In that case, isn't that on the guy who picks her? Not on women as a gender? Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. You're, you're saying that only beautiful women are acting that way. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that's right. Only beautiful women want to be taken out on Valentine's Day. They're the only ones that pressure you for a ring. They're the only ones going on Amazon buying more shit than they need. It's only the beautiful women. Plain Janes like yourself, ah, you're down to earth. Anyway, every beautiful lady I know works hard, pays her own bills. Oh, Jesus, this fairy tale. And struggles to find a man who doesn't live with his parents at age 30 or addicted to porn or video games. All right. I, I, okay. The, the second hat, addicted to porn and video games. I'll give you that. All right. But let's, let's take it down here. Let's take it down here with all these beautiful women. Oh, they all work hard. They all pay. The, yeah, everyone's a fucking astronaut. I know. Uh, that's our side of things that you seldom address. Um, all right. Well, then can you look at yourself critically? Consider I just said, yeah, most guys are addicted to porn and video games. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. But you be honest with me. Is it one of the first questions you ask a guy when you meet him at a bar is, what do you do for a living? Well, and I get that, you know, you don't want to marry some fucking loser, right? But if I fucking look across the bar, what am I I'm supposed to fucking get with what? Some chick with a face like a cuckoo clock, you know? When are you women going to just get over the fact, you know, some of you that you're not as good looking as the other ones? If I can do that as a guy, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't, if you're looking for sympathy for me because you're the female version of my face, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, welcome to the club. All right? At least you get to keep your hair. He goes, maybe it's time to retire the all women want material objects bit or at least add some female perspective. Then you can get ladies laughing too. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Because you're not laughing? Because, oh, you know what? This was the classic... You're my favorite queen. I have a great sense of humor. And now I'm going to take the piss out of you. Oh, Jesus. I walked into that one. Um, listen, there's plenty of other podcasts out there. If you don't like this one, don't fucking listen to it. All right. 
But I don't hear you fucking, you know, there's plenty of shit, guys shit that I make fun of on here. You somehow don't seem to hear it. The only, you know, you're just like that classic douche that goes to a comedy show now where everything's a joke until it comes around to your neck of the woods. All right, I'm sorry. I guess you didn't get enough free drinks bought your way. And uh, you and all your unicorn, beautiful lady friends who all work hard and pay your own bills. All right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. And every guy I know fucking uh, respects women and helps old ladies cross the street. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we're both animals. Okay. And um, I don't know. I guess I will retire the all women. Wa- I don't say all women, but I just, you know, I lump it into a group. You know? I'm sure, you know, yeah, I know. You know, when you go down Rodeo Drive, when you go into a mall and all of that shit, I mean, come on. Who do you think's buying most of that shit? You know? Who do they put the fucking pressure on in advertising? In, in like a relationship thing. There is not one fucking holiday out there, lady, where the pressure is on you that you got to fucking wow the guy. The holiday does not exist. Doesn't exist. Buyer the shit. Buyer the shit. Buyer the shit. Um, all right. But, I, you know, I know. Listen, listen. I, like I've always said, you know, I can find you a white guy with a big dick that can dunk a basketball, but that doesn't make it the norm, does it? Um, all right. Anyways, so whatever. I mean, I, I'd love to meet all these beautiful ladies that you hang out with that pay their own bills and struggle to find a man. But I, I understand that part. Struggles who doesn't live with his parents at age 30. And is addicted to porn and, and video games. I mean, you fucking nailed it there. You fucking nailed it. I'm not getting offended. You're kind of lumping all these guys in, in, into a... You're kind of doing what I'm doing, aren't you? Maybe you want to co-host this. We'll do a little co-hosting thing. You can fucking trash guys. I don't give a fuck. Um, oh, God. All the sensitive people. Maybe you want to fuck that guy in his little house. He's a minimalist. He doesn't have time for a laptop. He won't have porn or video games. You guys can live happily ever after. All right. Uh, girlfriend caught snooping. Found something hard to explain. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's hope this person has a sense of humor. Hey there, you fancy freckled fuck. <laughs> uh, I get the title. Uh... May sound a little bit, a little clickbaity, but follow me on this one. I've been seeing this girl for about a year and a few months. For about a year and a few months. Me personally, I would have said I've been seeing this girl a little over a year, but I get what you guys are doing now. You write awkward sentences trying to trip me up because I'm not good at reading out loud. Uh, anyway, and it's been nothing but a day, a dream come true for the most part. Uh, We are very different as I'm fairly committed to my work and have a shit ton of motivation. Parentheses, thanks to you, actually. Hey, you see that plain Jane? I'm not all bad. Shit. Mm. Well, she has a bit of a lazy personality. Um, But thankfully, I've been pushing her to improve her habits while she helps me unwind and takes my mind off work so I can relax. Well, there you go. Yeah. She's got to turn it up a little bit. You got to turn it down. Overall, we pair really nice. Okay. Okay. What can go wrong? What can go wrong? What can go wrong? Um, All right. Now that the context is out of the way, I got a new phone on December 31st. 
The girl's friend spent the night at my place, and when I woke up, I left for work. Everything was going great until I got a text from her. And it said, you haven't been with any other girls, have you? I told her no, that I'd swear on a Bible. I thought I was, it was maybe some insecurity creeping in, and she wanted some reassurance. Then I got a voice memo of her bawling her fucking eyes out. Oh, no. She said, I know I shouldn't have done this, and it was the wrong thing to do, and I'm sorry, but I went through your old phone, and I found text messages between you and another girl. This was back in June, and she sent you nudes. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Now here's where it gets tricky, Bill. She wasn't wrong, but it wasn't me cheating. My buddies and I have participated in some stupid contests for years that we called Chubfest. It's a stupid kid thing that we should have grown out of, but it's been tradition. Basically, we all have to try and get nudes from the fattest chick possible in the span of two weeks. Winner gets $300. Oh, dude. Through the years, we didn't want our girlfriends to know for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, dude. Yo, Jesus. What were you thinking? But we are all good-looking dudes who would never cheat with a 250-pound girl when we all date sevens to nines. Oh, my God. The chick who wrote that other email right now is fucking their head spinning around. It's a stupid thing for boys, and it is great for a laugh, albeit it's a little mean. Yeah, come on, man. But we never would consider being unfaithful to our partners if we had them. Dude, you can't do that to people. Even if you weren't in that relationship, don't fucking do that. Uh, This entire thing woke me up to how immature and shitty this is. I really do feel shame for this bad joke taken too far. I told her I can explain this, but it may sound like a lie. So call my little brother, ask him what Chubfest is, and it should clear it up. She said she would rather hear it from me, so I explained the whole thing. Oh, my God. Could you even look her in the eye? Seems like she understood and was no longer heartbroken and believed me. I guess it might have been too fucking dumb to make up. That said, my question is this. How do I move forward? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, dude, this is above my pay grade, but I'm going to keep reading here. She expressed how apologetic she is for snooping through my phone. Going through all... Now I feel bad. I was making fun of that fat guy not wearing a mask. You guys think I hate fatties. I don't. I just hate people don't wear masks. If you're fat, I make fun of you wearing fat. But I would never do that to somebody. Come on, man. Um, I was going to say that's low-hanging fruit, but that's kind of a fat joke too, isn't it? Oh, jeez. She's expressed... How apologetic she is for snooping through my phone, going through all of my messages since fucking March of last year, and understands it was wrong. But surely this can't be a one-off thing, right? I can't really expect her to not invade my privacy again, can I? If I do, do I look like a bitch to her subconsciously? I'm totally lost, Bill, and I appreciate some wisdom out of that shiny noggin you got. Uh, Love the podcast. You've inspired me to improve my habits and attitudes towards life for years and i really do owe you a lot my success all that said go fuck yourself um you got to talk to your girlfriend you got to talk to her and just say how wrong you were about that other shit and then you got to burn a lot of sage man that's that's some fucking bad karma um but then you kind of got to i mean what do you, you don't have a leg to stand on here she snooped and she found a bunch of Naked chicks, right? Um, I don't know, dude. 
some of them, you guys all looked at the naked fat chicks and you just laugh at them? Yeah. Listen, I'm a cunt, but Jesus Christ, dude. That, that's really, uh, that's really, I don't know. That's, uh, I don't like bullies. I don't like that shit. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I would just fucking, look, you said you looked at it, now you're embarrassed by it. Maybe this was a good thing because that happened. But um, I don't know how to fix this one, man. I mean, she snooped and she found something. So, like, now what? I would just say <laughs> either you got to move on or you got to live a squeaky clean life, one or the other. And then eventually she's going to feel like she doesn't need the fucking look. I guess that's it. Uh, you got you to gotta, you gotta sit down and talk to her, and try to rebuild some sort of trust there. And uh, come on, man, with the fucking chub fest. Don't do that shit. Um, all right, Adam Curtis documentary. Um, okay, Dear Billy Band-Aid, about six months ago, a listener wrote in suggesting you watch a documentary called Hypernormalization. I doubt you have yet because I think if you had, you'd mention it on the podcast. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch what I already sense. Okay, if I watch this shit, it's just, it's, I, I can't watch that stuff because nobody else is questioning it. I've been that guy that watches that shit and then tries to talk to the people. All you do is bum them out. All right, they're in the Matrix. They're watching the Kardashians. They're watching the Super Bowl. And just, just let them just stay there. I will read this if you guys, because some of you want, might want to be into this, but I can't watch this, this type of shit. Uh, the filmmaker Adam Kurz just released his latest documentary on his YouTube page where this guy's doing God's work, by the way, uh, where the others live as well. Wait, I missed this here. Um, the filmmaker Adam Curtis just released his latest documentary on his YouTube page where the others live as well. Oh, meaning the other documentaries are there. Uh, this new one is fascinating, and I really urge you to check it out. It's called Can't Get You Out of My Head. He's very well-respected in the UK. The best part of his documentary is that he gives you lots of information, perspective, and footage of different parts of history you would otherwise not know much about. Now, that's interesting. If he's just going to make me paranoid, you know, I mean, I can do that on my own. And his new one, Can't Get You Out of My Head, he takes you through things like radicals in West Berlin and bloodshed in communist China. Remind yourself of this when you wonder how he gets away with talking about the CIA, the British Empire, and banks while receiving a wide BBC broadcast. Despite those subjects coming up, he's not a conspiracy theorist and never regarded as one. Okay, okay, so he's, okay. Check it out, mate. Love you and love the podcast. I'm going to watch that. Because it seems to not get branded as that, there's got to be some sort of levity to it. But if it's just like there's lizard people and shapeshifters and they're putting this chemical in your food, it's just like... Okay, I don't know how to grow my own apples. So, like, I, what a... All right, sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. I was trying to see how much time I did. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, if it's all that, that shapeshifter stuff, I can't watch that shit. But if it's, it's somebody that's, like, can talk about it in a more, like, balanced way that you can actually get on a mainstream thing, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, once again, the guy, the filmmaker is Adam Curtis. All right? Um, all right, that is it. That is the podcast. All right. Now, let's not let's not fucking go down this road, people. Every once in a while, haven't had to do this in a while. 
That lady there is taking the shit that I'm saying about women too seriously. The guy in his little fucking little pig, little pig, let me in house. You know, he's taking what I'm saying a little too fucking, you know, personally. What a cunt that guy was, huh? You know, can you imagine being a bigger cunt than your house? <laughs> How do you fit all that cuntiness in that little house? Um, he's actually way ahead of the game. I'm going to give some props to that guy. I would love to only have three fucking outfits or whatever. Do the Einstein thing. I would fucking love to do that. My problem is, is I'm sentimental. So I have all these fucking T-shirts that I got at gigs that people gave me or they give me a backstory. And they give me, I can't get rid of this shit. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've walked in my closet and just want to just grab handfuls of stuff, take it down to the tent city. And then, and then, but what happens is, is people, they just, they just keep sending you more shit. I can't remember the last time I, you know, when it's fucked up when I was living on a futon, you know, no manager, no agent, just flaming out in my professional and personal life, eating spaghettios, right? You know, I had to buy everything. And the weirdest thing is you get past a certain level and you can actually afford things, then everybody wants to give you shit. But then you also kind of realize, and then they're tr- hoping you're going to wear it and then walk around like a fucking, you know, free advertising. I don't know what it is. Just everybody always gives you like a fucking t-shirt or some shit. All, when if you get in, if you if you're into t-shirts, get into show business because you will have more free fucking t-shirts than you know what to do with. Um uh, I should do that. You guys want some t-shirts? Maybe I'll do that. Um Bill's uh Bill's free t-shirt giveaway. Then I have all these fucking suits that I never wear anymore, but I wore them when I was on Letterman or I wore them on Conan back in the day. And they mean something to me. But now that I'm such an old comic, they're completely out of style. What the fuck do I do with those? I'll be honest with you, little house people. I wish I never went down this fucking road, but I'm so far down this road, I don't know, I don't know what to do now. You know, I'm sitting here right now and I'm looking at, I have a little miniature double bass drum kit that you set up that somebody gave to me when I was like in Germany. And it's like, how do I get rid of that? I went all the way to Germany and there was somebody who gave a fuck, not only enough to show up to the show, they gave me a gift. What do I do with that thing? Now I can't throw it. Every time I look at that thing, I think that's some guy in Germany gave me that. How fucking cool is that? Then I'm also thinking, I wish I never had that because now it's just something fucking else I have sitting there. I don't know. I got to tell you, for all the fucking years I've been in this business, I only have one closet full of shit. It's all I do have. Um, but there is a lot to say about the minimalist lifestyle. I'm just fucking around, okay? I know there's a bunch of great women out there. I married one, okay? But I'm a comedian. I make fun of shit. And I know there's not every fat fucking person out there is not wearing a mask. And I know when they eat their food, they're smart enough to take the mask off. But where's the comedy, Okay? Do I get all fucking upset when somebody calls me Billy Pumpkinhead or Billiard Bald? You call me Billiard Bald. Did I get all fucking mad? You know, I didn't have no hair in me in show business. I didn't do that, did I? I fucking laughed. Fancy freckled fuck. Alliteration. It's insulting. Come on, people. Grow the fuck up, all right? All right, that's the podcast. Go fuck yourselves.
Even the beautiful women that pay their own way and can't find it. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, I'll check in on you on Thursday. Go Bruins, go Celtics, go fuck yourselves.